Are you situated? Situated as I'll be. Yes. Plopped. Plopped. Positioned properly. Yes. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Welcome to another episode of Life in Commune. As always, you guys, thank you so much for listening and all the positive feedback on last week's episodes. It was really fun to share those with you guys. And thank you for rating and subscribing and listening in. We really appreciate that. And all the... Wait, I was going to say positive feedback, but you literally just said positive feedback. I did say positive feedback. feedback. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I ditto that. Ditto. I also found out, you guys, if you do use Spotify, you can follow the podcast. Oh. So you could subscribe if you're doing any of the podcast services, the iTunes, the Stitcher. Pocket Cast, Stitcher. Yeah. And if you use Spotify, you could follow. Just like a regular Spotify account. And then actually in your phone, since the app has been updated, update your apps, by the way. You can hit the button of podcasts and it shows the new episodes. So, Fancy. there you go. Had Boom. no idea. Learned something new every day. Me too. Even on a Sunday. Even on a Sunday. Or a Monday for you. Yeah, a Monday for you. This week's episode, mm-hmm. it's about procrastination or what we like to call a subway station mentality. Which, by we, I mean, I'm going to say you because you had to explain this analogy to me, but once I got it, I really got it because I've, I've lived it. But yes, I am very, many times. I, I'm very familiar with procrastination. Let's just start with that. As is the life we are currently living. <laughs> yes. While we are mentally ready to become parents, and spiritually ready, I think, mm-hmm. um, the state of our house, logistically ready, less so. We're in a touch of trouble if Colin goes into labor tomorrow. Tomorrow. A touch. Yeah. Yeah. Anything a happening touch. tonight? <laughs> tomorrow? The next day? We, uh, yeah, it'd be better if it, it waited. It'd it feels, like, it feels she, like she's staying in the if other. she hung out a little longer. We are focused on it now, though. We are fixing the situation. Yes. So, I mean, I would basically just say that in terms of procrastination, it wasn't intentional, but I would, for me, this whole nesting thing that people talk about did not kick in until, like, yesterday. Yeah. And for you either. I think both of us, it was all of a sudden, uh, oh. Yeah, oh. To be honest, we were going to go on a trip this weekend. Uh, down to Portland just to see friends and go to the city and hang out and stuff because we love Portland. Mm -hmm. Um, We used to live there and stuff and, you know, PNW pride and all that jazz. And then we were like, our house is just not ready. We should maybe prioritize. (laughs) We we have to get some things done for the house. So we kicked into high gear the last 12 hours. Yeah. And we've been really making some progress. But I'd say, you know, at week 39 in one day, these are certainly things we could have done earlier. We could have been a little bit more prepared. We could have been more prepared uh, on the logistical, physical level in that way, which is mostly the impetus for this conversation today. Yeah, we and, we're kind of laughing about this yes. all day, or I guess in the last 12 hours of our hyper-focused, let's get the place ready for mm-hmm. the, the life change. Yeah, let's, let's, get, let's get it going. Um, and so then because of that, I was like, oh, this is like a really good time to segue in this subway station mentality and, and bring this up. So essentially where this idea comes from for me is spending a lot of time in New York and London. Places with efficient public transportation systems. Very efficient. Not something that I've experienced much in Seattle here. No, I wish it was Except me with the bus. The bus? Yeah. The bus is terrible. But that's all that's, well, we got, the bus. Anyways. It's made light rail now. Yeah. But yes, this, this analogy works best if you're familiar with a city so, that has efficient, useful public transportation. So essentially what happens is at a subway station, 
right? Your journey, your walk to the subway station is a casual pace. And then once you see the subway station, you pick up the pace. And then once you scan the ticket to get up, to go through the, what are the circly things called? The turnstile. The turnstile. Very mm-hmm. good. All of a sudden you start to walk faster. Well, and everyone else around you has a little bit of sense of urgency. Yeah. That sense of urgency begins to heighten. Then you start to go down the stairs. Urgency heightens again. When you go real quick down the stairs, just in case. Just in case. You hear a rush of wind yeah. and you're like, oh, that could be it. That could be it. That could be my, mm-hmm. that could be my tube, my train. Mm-hmm. And then when you're making the turn right or left, you're going down one of those hallways. Mm-hmm. To go you deeper. start to go faster. Yep. The deeper you go, the, the more stressed the you The more get. stressed and the faster you go. Yes. And so essentially, it's, it's just a small situation of like procrastination at its finest, in a sense. Of needing to, of this idea of speeding All of a up sudden, the last... speeding to the finish line. Yes. Like going slow. In the preparation and then mm-hmm. speeding up the at the very end. Because have you, even when you're not in a rush, have you ever walked the same pace from start to finish when getting on the tube? Never. Because even when we're not going Never. anywhere with a time crunch or anything like that, I still feel like there's this sense of urgency. As soon as you get underground and you start making those turns or hearing, feeling the wind coming and you think, oh, that could be that could be mine. Yeah. And you, your heart starts racing. You're like, I better go fast. Even exactly. if you're not in a hurry. Yeah. That sense of urgency shows up. Well, you're trying to save yourself that two minutes. Because it's very important. Or three. It's very important. Well, if you think about it, like it's like if you watch one of those movies where like life changes because of like you getting on a train the or sliding not. Sliding doors yeah. moment. Yes. Fair enough. See. Fair enough. So. It could matter. It could matter. Yes. But I think it's the main thing that always cracks me up is, oh, like you could have made that, that train if you left two minutes earlier. Oh, yes. If you would have just left your house earlier in the first place, you could have walked roughly the same pace Mm -hmm. and ended up with the exact same outcome. Yes. Are you saying that we could have organized our house and her room and all of these things? Like when we were moving in. Like when we first moved in. (laughs) Instead of using it as a storage room for the last three months (laughs) until six days before she's due. Uh Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. So we we went from a house Mm -hmm. in California to... Uh, a small two-bedroom apartment in Seattle. And so we've been downsizing a ton, which has been amazing. Mm-hmm. feels great. It feels amazing. It's an amazing experience. Downsize. If you're not downsizing now, <laughs> do a bit of downsizing. You will feel better. Um, but we've been downsizing a lot of our stuff. But in the meantime, we were using her we're room, mostly as, using her room as, as a just staging storage. slash storage, storage room. But now it's pretty good. Yes. It's made a lot of progress. It's made a lot of progress. But had we done this at the start... Just just dedicated a little bit of time to organization yes. in the beginning. We wouldn't need to be having this conversation. Right exactly. Now. It wouldn't have been on the forefront of our minds, I no. think. Which, you know, it, and again, there's always a sense of urgency towards the end of everything. I think that's what I, why I like that you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Um, because no matter, again, no matter what, if you're in a rush or not, when you get down in the subway station, like, you're, oh, I'm trying to make that train. Yeah, whether you, know, you like, yeah, well, yeah, like, might yeah. as well. Yeah, like, oh, there was, oh, I could make an earlier train. Oh, yeah, you know, why not? Can't hurt. Can't hurt. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that um, that mindset lives in all of us. And that's yes. that sense of urgency is good. I think, but if you always are constantly patterned, you're patterned into putting yourself into like this rush process yes. in your commute or with your homework for all the students out there or with your projects for your job or mm-hmm. whatever. Beginning to look at what some of those patterns are and trying to assess if that's the way you want to spend your quote unquote sense of urgency fire. Well, and I think that it's 
easy to look at procrastination as purely a negative thing. Uh And I don't think it is purely a negative thing because we all work differently. I mean, if you've ever been that person back in school or currently in school where you did your homework early or you wrote that paper early and then the teacher is like, ah, actually, it's due next week. And you're like, but I already did it. And the person who hasn't done it is like, yes, (laughs) not starting it yet. Um, That sometimes the so much preparedness or looking ahead so much maybe isn't the most efficient way to get things done actually even without saying the word efficient i think the just beginning to understand how you spend your time because we're not here in this podcast trying to be like you need to stop procrastinating i'm not i'm not one to tell you you know you know what i mean (laughs) that's not the the goal of this at all it's really just like recognizing Mm -hmm the patterns you have around procrastination. Yes. I think that's way more important. Yes. And does it work for you? Exactly. Like, are you someone who works well under pressure and with yeah. a deadline? I know that generally I am. Mm-hmm. I generally am, or at least I've cultivated that skill and pattern within yeah. myself that I feel like I get more done or I'm more creative or I'm more effective at my work when it's, okay, well, okay, now I know when it needs to be done. But uh-huh. if it's an open-ended timeline... It, it can get pushed down over and over and over again. Yeah. Unless it's something you're really jazzed like about. Like redoing those websites we got to do. <laughs> right? Which is on the list, but every Monday I rewrite my list for the week it's and still, I put them back at the bottom. Still on the list. It's not been checked off yet. Yeah. Right? But that's because there's it's arbitrary. There's mm-hmm. no deadline. It's just for it's for us. It's not, so I have to put a deadline on things. Yeah. Um, even within stuff at the studio with our coworkers and owners, with everyone, it's yeah. like, when do you need this by? I have to know when you need it by or I won't get it done. Yeah. It's, on time. I, I will. I will get it done. Yeah. But it will not be as efficient. I think it's just like getting to know yourself yes. with how you spend your sense of urgency energy. Mm-hmm. Because like you talked about there, I think so many pe- some of us have a ton of sense of urgency energy and some do not. Like yes. if you're somebody who is totally burned out by their commute to work because you leave your house late and then you're stressed because you're trying to get to work on time mm-hmm. and then you get to work and you can't do your job or you can't really focus because <laughs> you're, you're fried because you're commute. fried from the commute, you know, yeah. because of the stress you put yourself mm-hmm. under to get there at a the specific time. That's the kind of stuff that I think, oh, like using your sense of urgency energy in the right place, yes, I think like, is really important. That would be a less useful, I hate to say it, but negative uh, use of your sense of urgency. Yes. It's to waste all that energy output and um, mental capacity on the stress of a commute. Because When, if we had just left five minutes earlier, mm-hmm. it didn't even have to exist. It didn't have to it exist. It was not an inevitability. Yeah, because again, it's, it's just like watching where you create stress in your life. Because stress is good. The yes. right kind in the right, the right moment. Kind. And in the right amount, the right yes. dosages. Yes, but if you're constantly stressing yourself out for no reason, yes, that's, you know... Especially think, trying to make that train three minutes earlier when you yeah. don't have to actually be there earlier. <clears throat> you don't have to be there earlier. And you're down on yourself because you missed it. Yes. Because when, when do you feel like you use your sense of urgency the, the most ineffectively 100 percent driving 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 has to be like my you know the the place where i get riled up for no reason and it's my fault meaning that like if i just left earlier it wouldn't matter what that person in front of me is doing if that person that, is going slow with the light it wouldn't impact anything it's because... not going to impact me but 
but then I begin to watch myself develop some of these negative thought patterns for no reason. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm getting mad at this person. I don't know them. They're probably nice. And they didn't know you were in a hurry. Exactly. They're not in a they're hurry. They're doing, or, or not even whether they're in a hurry or not. They're just doing their thing. And that is not related to my thing, <laughs> right? And they have every right to do their thing just the same way I have every right to do my thing. Yes. Not excusing bad drivers or people that don't know how to take lefts at, at uh, streetlights, <laughs> for, for the record. But in my belief, we all have the same value in terms of like the same right to be able to do things yes and so me getting mad at somebody for their right to do things something which is equal to mine mm -hmm. I, I just watch myself i'm like oh this is so avoidable and if i had just left a few minutes earlier or the, or planned a little better or this that and the or, other or didn't do the thing that drives you crazy tried to brush my teeth and trim floss and trim my beard and maybe you know change outfits, outfits and, and relace these shoes actually in the really, last in the last three minutes before i mean every time <laughs> it's like we're ready to go and all of a sudden i hear the trimmer in the bathroom i'm like what are you doing are you are you i gotta shape up my beard I'm like we have to leave in one minute and 30 seconds It'll just take two seconds. I'm like yeah, it, it won't take not literally nothing takes just two seconds. Yeah, and if it did, quick trim, line it up, make it look yeah. fresh. Uh, don't you appreciate that I look fresh though? I appreciate that you look fresh, but you know what I don't appreciate is the road rage in the car three minutes <laughs> later when you realize, oh shit, we needed to leave. It's just amazing. It's I actually have changed the narrative around that. I mean, years ago, maybe like six or seven years ago, I changed it's, the narrative. It's not a new thing. It's not a new thing. But I changed the narrative to you are a perpetual optimist. You really, honest to God, think you can get those things done before we leave. I do. Which makes me laugh now because... I'm an optimist in life, though. You are. But that's, I mean, you really think you have time to relace a pair of shoes before we go. And that you will take that into account, but not the fact that it takes five minutes to get from the apartment, down the elevator, to the parking garage, the car out of the parking garage. All of that has to factor into your commute time. But in your head... That's not a real thing, but relacing a pair of shoes and trimming your beard is a real thing. And so now I just look at it as you're, you're very positive and optimistic. You really think you can do these things and it's not out of malice and it's not out I of... I like that perspective. It's not out of even a disrespect for wherever we're going because some, I, I have coaches growing up in sports I played, I was always taught that being late for something was a show of disrespect, that you weren't respecting someone else's time. If you're early, you're late. Yeah, and and it's or if you're on time, you're if you're late, on time, so. you're late. So I was always it was, it was about disrespecting the other people who are waiting for you. Mm -hmm. So that's how I see being late. Like I would rather go early, park my car, sit and wait in the car until the appropriate time to go in, and then get out and go in at the right time, than be late. It's we've always been that way. You're happy to walk into a, a yoga class late because for you it's not a it's not a show of disrespect. It's I'm happy to be here. I wanted to come to this class, so I made sure I made it. Whereas for me, yeah. if I'm late, I'm like, well, I can't go in. Yeah, I That's feel it. nothing towards that. Yeah, and and as a teacher, I don't care. When yeah. people come in late, I'm just happy they That's made it. I mean. But as a student, I am so like, well, I can't because that would be disrespectful. Yeah. So there's a disconnect there. But that's how I was always taught to see being tardy. So I had tardy. tardy. I had to re I have to reframe my thinking when I saw you 
when I realized that everything you're doing was not out of malice or disrespect for what we were doing. It was out of wanting, well, I want to look nice for what we're going to. I want to shape up my beard. Mm -hmm. It's important to me. Yeah. And I just wanted, to, I just am here to kindly remind you that it is important. And it is also so important that we could start at 10 minutes earlier. <laughs> it is why I also, if you've ever come to a workshop with Patrick and I, um, and you are much better now than you used to be at ending on time. I know. Significantly better. I but know. oftentimes during a workshop, Patrick will look over at me and give me a little tap on the wrist for how much how much time do we have or something. And I think I've talked about this before, but I lie every time to you. You And I know that now. Yeah, and you know that now. But at, at the beginning, I used to lie by like 20 minutes. Yeah. Like I, you, there would be 40 minutes left in the workshop and I'm like, 25, 25. <laughs> Um, now I only maybe fib by like five minutes, but, there. but I used to fib by a lot just to get a sense of urgency in you. Not that it really did that much, but I tried. When I'm in the zone, I'm just trying to I continue know. to present the information. <laughs> it makes it more fun that way. It does. It does. But, <clears throat> but yeah, I, now I see it as your procrastination as a sense of optimism and that you actually care about what we're doing or where we're going. Yeah. Your presentation. Or especially or like when you're talking about with teaching, like I just like trying to give a full experience. Yes. You don't want to shortcut anything. Exactly. And for as, whereas now I've just gotten better about making sure I get my full experience complete in the proper yes. amount of time. Because I think it just shows respect for that other people have other things to do. And, and which I think is always my concern. A, that, that's a big thing for me that mm -hmm. I really tried to change my perspective on is, is that I res appreciate the time people have come to spend with me and I'm not trying to take more of their time, time already. Yes. than they've allotted to give to me in an experience, whether it's a class, a workshop, a training, whatever it is. And um, and I, I just feel that that shows more, like I'm always willing to talk to people afterwards, but I feel like that just, that just shows more respect towards other people. Well, and knowing that they allotted this amount of time because they care about what you're doing and what yeah. they're doing and they want to be a part of it. And it also sucks to feel like you have to leave something early and miss out on it, on the full experience because you actually had to go pick up your kids or do something yeah. else. And so that, that is never an intention that you had by going over time. It just was you wanted to complete the experience. Yeah. So you completed the experience. But, yeah. you know, finding that, that balance in between the two. So it's respecting other people's time and other people's commitments, but also respecting what you want to cultivate by being more planned and, and uh, effective with what you're doing. Yeah, I think more effective is good. Yeah. Planned is planned always is, a, planned is not. There's right. always a bit of spontaneity. Yes. I think that's just part of who I am as a person. But yes. planned, I think, is a very good. Yes. Or, um, effective is a really good thing to think about. What is your procrastination habit, if you were to guess it? Um, I mean, in my opinion, at least. I, I oh, <clears throat> what would you what would you say my procrastination habit is? Yeah, like, yes. I already what, what, I already know what it is. Which it, is? It's that, that I maybe. A tad bit indecisive. A tad. And I might... Is a generous way to say Waffle it. between a few <laughs> options on things and then procrastinate. This, or spend is, time weighing my options. Yeah. Like way too long weighing my options and not just getting the damn thing done. This is actually where the subway station mentality came from. Really? From being in New York with you. Really? Picking between which classes you want to go to. Oh, God. <laughs> that day whether it's a yoga class or one of the boutique fitness classes or something like that and you uh, twiddling your thumbs on picking which one you really want to commit to mm -hmm. and then, ha and then we missed to, all of them 
Yeah, and then us having to try and rush to the station and then ending up missing. Yes. Well, one, this I mean, New York specifically, I just really like group fitness classes. <laughs> and there's nowhere it's like... A little, it's a little treasure in your heart. It really is. I just... I just love them, and I know they're expensive, and they're not all very good, but it's I don't know what it is. They bring I, joy to I your heart. I just really like them, and so they I... They help you fill those circles on the Apple Watch. They do all those gimmicky things. I will just try them all. <laughs> I like all of them, and so I get too excited, and when I go, I'm like, I'm going to go to a rumble class, and I'm going to go to Sculpt Society, and I'm going to go to Soul Cycle, and I'm going to go to yoga class, and I'm going to do all these things. In one day. In one day. And one, I'm going to go broke. And two, I'm going to need 30 changes of clothing. So you, you have a budget. Yeah, it's, I do have a budget. Uh, but I just really enjoy them. But I know the exact time that you're talking about. I spent all morning trying to decide. And, okay, I like this teacher, but they're only at this time. Can we get in? And then by the time we actually got out of the house, we were on the train from Brooklyn. And the train stopped. And I hadn't, stopped. I hadn't planned that in my Uber planned out day of all these classes. I hadn't planned that we were going to get stuck on the train for an extra 20 minutes. And then we missed the class. We did. And then we got over to Manhattan, and then I was so bummed about missing that class that then we wandered around for a while. We missed the next class. And then I think we sat at a juice place and just... And then we went to the last two. Wallowed, and then went to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, yeah, you're right. It was extreme indecisiveness, um, which it's usually that or me researching a bunch of things and being unable to decide the best choice. Mm -hmm. And so instead of doing just like making it happen instead nothing happens it's like when you have too much to do so instead of just buckling down doing all of it instead you turn on netflix or you take a nap or something like that in the classic line of the one and only swiss beats there's a million <laughs> ways to get it choose one choose one at some yes. point you got to make that decision yes I that's like true that's, that's probably absolutely my thing is yeah. it's i get a little paralyzed by all the options <clears throat> and then how does that show up for you like does it stress you out does it do you begin to feel overwhelmed by the decisions what like what is that you know how does that move forward? i think i don't feel overwhelmed by the decisions until something goes wrong yeah and then i get down on myself yeah then i'm upset because it's like i had this day planned of all this stuff mm -hmm. and now i don't get to do any of it and then yeah. the, you get into that like um sort of shame spiral of the whole day's ruined <laughs> And I can't do anything. Oh, I just sound like such a brat. I can't go to my boxing class. And what's the point? And now it's like, now it's three and it's a weird time for lunch. And I got to eat, but I haven't worked out yet. And it's just like one of those. And then it's going to throw me off and I can't work out till six. six. It's just one of these. And I don't like to work out in the evening. So I want to go to oh dinner. God. And I want to like, just the stupidest shit. This sounds I've as I say it a lot. So so, it sounds terrible as I say a lot. But it's just, it's one example but, but, of just again, the, dumb, I, the dumb stuff that you narrate to yourself and that's but, where but the, I go but they're also based on your preferences so yeah. again it's like getting back to the root of this which is like knowing yourself and where your procrastination gets you in trouble yes totally so, so again like you don't like to work out past a certain time nope I like to have dinner and hang out yes right <laughs> that's just like who you are as a person so if you don't embrace that Right, like if we, I procrastinate all, all day long, we can all change as people. You can evolve. Yes. You can be different. I'm never gonna say you can't. But yeah. also being honest and knowing that who you are, mm -hmm. and then realizing, okay, if I really am this way, this is what I prefer. This is what makes me feel good. Yes, in my sense of self. Yes, I have to. I have to honor it. Well, and you this know? has you to. to honor it, it has to be a priority because if I procrastinate yeah. all day. 
it hits a point where it's almost okay well you hit that well what never mind i'll just try again tomorrow yeah which very much used to be my narrative when i would get wrapped up in a lot of um like more self-destructive thoughts was well screw it what a waste i'll just try again tomorrow yeah it's the like well i already ate one donut i'll I'll just eat the whole whole box mentality of what's the point and so i i totally see that in myself when i procrastinate too much that it starts to spiral and eventually instead of pushing harder i just give up Mm -hmm. um but i i've recognized that more and more in myself as i have gotten older and wiser um but wise in your in in your older years in my older years but it's interesting to say it out loud and when you ask what would you say is my biggest thing and to realize that oh yeah that's that's clearly what it is yeah it's definitely the thing it's good though. I think it's good to just own these things, like not be bummed about them, like how yeah. to work with them. You know, guys, I think that we all have like weird isms. Yes. Like again, like I do a, a handstand practice every single morning. Yes. Right. And it's like just I just have done that for so long, and it's like it makes me feel better about myself. Mm-hmm. Like in like in not in terms of like oh like. I am the greatest, but just like in terms of like I feel good, like I'm, I'm happy about it. And uh, and like I, I don't eat breakfast. You know, I really don't eat lunch until like one or two. I like to do a bunch of things in the morning and like eat around one or two. Mm-hmm. And that's just something about me. And when that schedule gets thrown off, I'm like, oh. Everything gets a little thrown off. It gets a little thrown. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's a, kind of killing my vibe or like But you got you to recognize it first to be able to organize everything else in a way that maintains that sense of self without getting too thrown off when something has to be different exactly when when something has to adjust it's just like allowing yourself understanding how you cannot get wrapped up in your own whirlwind of nonsense i'm actually just having a moment of realizing as she's kicking me profusely in the left rib cage um of realizing that how hilarious this podcast is going to be to listen back on in a few months when all of our routines have gone to shit because we have, I still have because faith. we have a newborn. I still have faith. <laughs> like I want to go to three or four boutique fitness classes and I like to do my routine in the morning faith. and this that, and the other as this tiny little alien inside me just jabs me in the ribs for five minutes straight. She's reminding me that yeah, okay, best of luck. Yeah. We can talk about those those three classes next yeah. time we go to New York. She'll yeah. humble us in ways that we are un- completely unaware of. Completely unaware of. That's a good thing. It's good to, you know, have an evolution of the process. And you can't, you know, you can't rush your way through a subway station quite as quickly with a stroller. Uh, but we could just strap her onto the chest and just And then run. speed walk. Yeah. <laughs> See how that goes. Just wrap her all the way around and, and push Just it. sweat through the t-shirt. Have a, have a t-shirt change of my own. Yes, true. How's she doing? She's good. She's just very busy right now. We just ate dinner. And so she's she's pumped up. How are you doing? Speaking, we've had some a decent amount of baby mm-hmm. chatter on this one. How are you feeling? I'm good. I am uh, 39 weeks and one day, and feeling like shockingly good. To be quite fair and honest, I felt pretty good most of this pregnancy, and so I just continue to feel pretty good. I had a little lull a couple weeks ago that was tired and hard, but. Right now, I feel energetic. Maybe this is the nesting energy. Yeah. But I feel good. Everything nice. feels good. Nothing nothing big to report. 
how many what's your prediction i did post the, the prediction on instagram today for other people's prediction on when she's coming you know i almost am hesitant to even make a prediction at this point yeah because i feel like as soon as i do she's gonna be like nah like yeah, and, and prove that's me fair. wrong so uh so i'm almost Keep it to the chest yeah i just kind of feel like i won't be surprised if she uh, i would be surprised if she showed up tomorrow i would say that because i don't feel anything shifted or different in me but I wouldn't be surprised if she shows up on her due date, and I wouldn't be surprised if she shows up a week late. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. But that, that is mine. That's I, I'm taking the 13th. The 13th. Feels like a good day for it. I think I've changed my day a few times. You have changed it a few times. I feel, I feel like I've been a little bit of a flip-flopper, but... That's okay. That's okay. 13th feels good right changes. now. Yes. Um, yeah, so... It's two good numbers, too, 7 and 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I feel good about whenever she arrives, to be honest. Yeah. Um, after Ooh. we get this stuff done at the house. Yeah. Once we get through these last bits, once we, uh, you know, get the last little things put together and organized, but we've got the basics down, and now it's just getting things so that it is more convenient and will be easier for us when she's here and we don't have time to do the other stuff. Yeah. Right? So it's more about getting it running smoothly so that we can focus on her which i don't think she'll give us a choice of that she's gonna be locked in <laughs> and now that you're in your nesting zone no more teaching right now no more teaching not teaching any more classes which is both weird actually i heard a song today i was like oh, i should put that on a playlist and i was like for what right now because <laughs> i don't for the know comeback. Comeback i don't season. know when, i don't know when my next class is gonna be you're gonna be like drake comeback right? season i feel like that's not the right album i feel like i said that i don't know the name of any drake album yeah. to be quite honest neither do i not even one yeah um drake's music for the common man yeah yeah i don't know uh it's funny to not be teaching but it's quite nice to still be able to be around the studio and practice and was it yesterday I took your class and things are still good? I've definitely hit about an hour limit on my practice, though. Your class was 75 minutes and I kind of am, okay, I got I to gotta call it a day. <laughs> I got to tap out at an hour. But um, things still feel really good and really strong. And I'm actually quite proud of myself to still be doing handstands and forearm balances at 39 weeks because they feel good. So, um, And she seems pretty content. I, for a while, I was worried I was going to flip her, but now I think she's just hanging out. <laughs> I think you're going to flip her. Well, it's a, it's a real thing. If a baby's breech, they recommend sometimes inversions so that you can turn them. Oh. So like a lot of the positions that you would recommend, it's kind of hips up, like ass up, face down <laughs> to like to try to change her position. But um, she's been in such a good spot for so long that she's pretty locked in. Um, but yeah. I don't know. No more classes, but still studio life for sure. You ready for my final question? Yeah. What my is final it? update on how Carling is okay. as a I'm ready. soon-to-be mom. Yes. Are you going to become a better clothing folder when she comes? Uh, I mean, I tonight I folded. I washed all of the baby clothing that we have for her and already lost two baby socks, which I don't understand, but I don't anticipate to be the last time that's going to happen. Um, it is... So hard to fold these tiny things. Really? They're so tiny. I've been folding any of it. They're adorable. They're really cute. But also, I was looking at this little jumper of hers and thinking, do I iron this? It seems really stupid to iron something that's going on a baby, but it's also really wrinkly and made of linens. Like, I just was like, this is so weird to fold these tiny, like, baby doll clothes. Yeah. This is literally like having an American Girl doll again. It's very weird. Um, So. I don't know. Maybe it'll be short-lived, the nice folding of the clothing. 
but uh, but it was a trip today to fold them all and just be like, these are the tiniest things in the world, and there's going to be a little being in them. That is really weird. Yeah, my um, my sister had her kid, her son, her son, her kiddo, her kiddo. <laughs> um, last this Wednesday, this yeah. past Wednesday, so she. She was first to the first to the finish line. She was due technically on the second, and yeah. she surprised everyone with a whole week early. All of a sudden. Mm-hmm. But happy, healthy. Happy, everyone's healthy. doing everyone's good. Great. Everyone's great. Yeah, everyone's doing so good. Amazing. He's adorable and tiny. Yeah. And I would, I would give some of the information, but she's not a social media person. No, so she's a very private chat, person, yeah. so that's all. Um, but everyone is happy and healthy, and he's super freaking cute. Yeah. We got to meet him at the hospital. Yeah, it was sweet. Yeah. So now the countdown is on just for us. Yeah. Second grandchild. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not first to finish. You know, just mm-hmm. going at our own pace, mm-hmm. just like the just, just like, like the theme the, of this podcast. The sense of procrastination. The sense of procrastination. So check your patterns this week, and uh, see what you know where you're noticing how you're spending your sense of urgency energy, and then also tapping into our activity of last week. How often did you use Google Maps? Ooh. I definitely broke my own rule once or twice, but I did it, caught myself, and turned it off. That's pretty good. You know what I mean? I, I, I checked for traffic. I checked for the route, then left it on. Halfway realized, wait, you don't need this. You don't need this. Why? This is on. Yeah. I clicked out and kind of got down on myself. But I did catch it multiple times and realized once I know, okay, there's traffic, this is the best route, then I can just I can be done with Google Maps. So yeah. I would say not not a total victory but progress baby steps what about yours five of seven nights oh slept without falling asleep any with any stimulation that's true and one of the nights was you was um your your hypnobirthing hypnobirthing. yes true yes we are listening to hypnobirthing in the evenings and so sometimes that is something i need to listen to while sleeping yeah um, but yeah, true. Which hardly counts, to be honest, but, in the grand still, scheme. But just, still, but still, yes. So I think not bad. I'm really doing better about it. Like just stopping my activities, and so I'm happy about that. Keeping it going. Yeah, keeping it going. Just trying to be more. You know, always, always striving to be more mindful. I think that's a big goal mm-hmm. of mine. Just like being. You know, if you can't tell from this podcast, the, the stuff that we are always talking about. Essentially, essentially, it's like it's not about trying to you know right your wrongs or always better yourself or striving for greatness it's like oh there's like just generally trying to become more aware of like the things you naturally do and then how to work with them work through them or work around them well and sometimes it really helps to say them aloud to hold yourself accountable exactly so i mean you all are holding us accountable when we yeah. say it out loud here, and hopefully hearing it from us might help you stay a little accountable to yourself as well. Yeah. Right? Getting it out of body. Exactly. Because I think we all are naturally have this like greatness within us, and it's just like letting yourself find it instead mm-hmm. of being like, I'm going to be great doing this. Yes. This is the thing that's going to make me it's, great. It's an exploration. It's yeah. not a linear path. I did path. that weird voice. Yeah, but, but, yeah, I was going to let it slide. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's yeah it's not a linear path. Nothing it's, is yeah. is just straight line. So little things here and there, and you know this week it, I just think, little just little one percent improvements all the time. Yeah, I think this week we're gonna leave the house one minute earlier, and I think we can do better than one. You I think, think so? we can do a solid five. Okay, five. Yeah, five minutes earlier, mm-hmm. and no beard trims right before we go. Okay, deal. <laughs>
No beard trims on the day that I clean the sinks. <laughs> That's just a way of life. That's just the same thing as we have one more and then we'll let you guys go if you're still hanging into this one. But uh, the, the anytime Cotton cleans the sink, that just happens to be the time I need to trim my beard. That's just the nature Every of the same. But, but it's the I clean same. The it's the same thing with the studio, though. The sponsor of this podcast, by the way, Kami Yoga. Yoga, our studio in Wallingford. Come by and practice if you mm-hmm. are in the area in Seattle. Um, but anytime we print schedules for the studio, what happens? Automatically, we change. Automatically, the we change. As schedule. soon as we print out flyers or cards or hand out physical printed schedules, the next day someone's like, "What do you think about adding a Yin class on Thursday nights?" And you're like, "Yeah, let's do it." Just ordered 200 schedules. <laughs> Don't worry, it's easy to write them. I, I, on somebody's one today, I wrote. The, 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 the new, new classes. Yeah, I wrote the new classes That's on I mean. and, then, and then autographed it. Guts. Like, these, this is real. Yeah. It's true. It's just how it works. Yeah. It's the nature of the game. So, speaking of that, um, little plug at the end of every podcast, if you want to catch us in person uh, and practice with Patrick, he is still teaching at Common Yoga, teaching regular classes yeah. all through the month of July. Um, even when we'll be out on maternity leave, Patrick will still be around teaching a couple classes a week. Yeah, I'll be te- I will be teaching most of my regular mm-hmm. schedule probably after the first week she comes out. Yeah. And you can catch us both plus CJ in August for that inversion training at the studio August 15th through 18th. We still have some spots left as well in Seattle for that training 25 hours of continuing ed. And then in Europe in end of September, early October will be in London, in Scotland, Amsterdam and Dublin. Dublin. Yeah. Dublin as well. Um, our 300-hour teacher training in Bali in November is sold out officially, um, but the sign-ups for the, the November 2020 training mm-hmm. in Bali will be up soon, and our February 2020 200-hour training in Seattle. Sign-ups are live. Sign-ups are live, and officially. You can, you can find all that information on our websites. Um, if you're a Seattle local also for that t- February 2020 training, you can find the signups for that on the Commune Yoga Mind Body page. So same place you'd sign up for workshops and everything else. All yeah. that jazz. Cool. Yeah. Promotion complete. Yes. We should probably do it at the beginning of the podcast. Next One of these time, days. Right? One of these days. One of these days. Anyways, you guys have an amazing rest of your Monday and week. Do the fact that Thursday is... An American holiday, 4th of July. It is. We are still releasing a podcast. It will be a special edition with a special guest. Yes. That's all I can say. You should be excited. Make sure to tune in. You don't want to miss it. It'll be <laughs> a lot of fun. Uh, we'll see you there.